Hey friends, welcome to the Planet Podcast, aligning you in your mindset, nutrition, and wellness. I'm your host, Melanie Barrett, a holistic nutritionist, life, and health coach that is obsessed with helping women to confidently believe and trust in themselves to create positive change in all avenues of life. When it comes to feeling overwhelmed, being crippled by anxiety, paralyzed by what foods to eat, and how the hell to live a balanced, healthy life, I've been through it all and know that struggle personally. This is why I've dedicated my life to helping others just like you to make this world a better place, one mindset shift at a time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Plant Ahead podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Plant Ahead podcast. As always, I'm super honored and happy to be here. And here we are, guys, going into 2021. And, you know, I was really thinking about what I would want to talk about. I was sitting down and trying to meditate on it and trying to figure it out and what would be best for everybody to hear. And the one thing that kind of came through to me that I really felt guided to talk about is our our inner critic and that that self-talk that we do to ourselves and how we talk to ourselves and how we treat ourselves. Because, you know, a lot of times I think about for me growing up, oh my God, I talk to myself like crap. And I think about the words that I say when I look in the mirror, how I would tell myself you're ugly or you have this wrinkle or you have this problem. And I would just constantly be beating up on myself and just shaming myself and putting myself down. And it's just such a vast thing that we do, but yet it's something we don't even notice that we don't even realize that we have a voice in our head and people are like, I don't have a voice in my head. And like that, that's the voice in your head that I'm talking about. And it's, Sometimes it's so complex to really think about it. And for me to, to simplify it and how I like to look at it is, you know, I have my, my higher self and then, you know, I have this other version of myself where it's my pain body. You could call your ego, whatever the hell you want to slap in there, your inner critic, your roommate, whatever. So I kind of look at it where, you know, you can't live with one without the other. So when I remember when I was starting my therapy journey and kind of going through it and I was just doing more talk therapy. And I remember like looking at my therapist being like, so wait a second, my, my ego doesn't go away. It's always there. My pain body is always there. She's like, yep. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) And then really realizing that it's not about pushing it to the side and trying to run away from this identity and this thing that is really is a part of you. Because at the end of the day, as annoying as it might feel, it's a part of us that really is there to protect us and love us and nourish us and just wants to keep us safe. And sometimes it's not in our best interest. It might have been in our best interest, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. But, you know, it's still there to try to do its best for us. So it can be really frustrating when you realize that, but I think the most pivotal, magical what unicorn that I've figured out is that it's not about pushing it away, telling it to fuck off and, you know, all that. It's more so about being friends with it, being friends with your inner critic, being friends with that roommate or that jerk that's always telling you you suck. And it's about really building up because, you know, it's about building up that muscle of confidence inside yourself. And how I really like to look at it is I look at our brains like computer systems and that we 
get downloaded with programs from the time we are born. From that moment we come out of the womb, we are constantly taking in information, taking in stories, theories, thoughts, perceptions, feelings, all the above, literally from the time we come out of the womb. So, and that's those stories and those thoughts and those perceptions are how we view and see the world. And we don't realize that, you know, when somebody tells you that you're ugly when you're in the second grade, and then that becomes a program that you tell yourself and that in the back of your mind, you're always being like, man, you're so ugly. You're so ugly. And one day you're sitting there and you're like, I'm not ugly. What the fuck is this? This is stupid. And then breaking down that program and letting it go because we run on so many different programs that we just go through subconsciously all day long. And we run so many different habits that we all know we have that don't serve us. So many thoughts that we feel about ourselves and other people that it can really, it can be daunting. It can be overwhelming and can just flat out suck. And really recognizing and seeing that they're there and really paying attention to them is when you really take that step back and you start paying attention to the self-talk and that inner inner critic that's there, you know, you look in the mirror and you're like, man, I'm so ugly. I don't look good. And you're like, I should have done this differently. And then, you know, I'm the worst mom or I'm the worst wife or, you know, I did like crap at work today and you just beat yourself up with all these things, these shooting like all over yourself. And then you realize you're like, wait a second, I don't need to do this. And what's interesting about those behavior and those patterns when our inner critic kind of comes out to say hello, is that we we start to gain the awareness around it. And one day we're going to be like, what the fuck is this? And then really recognizing it is that first magical step. And, you know, you have to remember that we, and I also look at it in strength, in terms of, of course, strength, but with, in terms of a muscle. So you think about it, you go to the gym and you you exercise and slowly over time you build up your bicep, right? And then it becomes big and strong and you feel really good. And the same thing applies to our brain and what part of our brain is ruling us where I've talked about, I think it was my second episode about the mindset spectrum and how, you know, we have fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And a lot of times our fixed mindset is the muscle there is so much bigger and it takes time to build up the growth muscle to be able to get to a place where you really want to be. So it's really about recognizing and seeing the behaviors and kind of understanding and getting there. And a lot of times for everybody listening, sometimes it can feel really discouraging because you're like, all right, I'm ready to be in growth mindset. I'm ready to be the best. I'm ready to live in my higher self and do all the cool things. But then you hit so much resistance when you try because it takes time to build these up, just like creating new habits. When you think about weight loss, for example, right? You say, okay, I want to lose weight. And then you try to lose weight. And then all of a sudden you're struggling. You you try again. You're like, I'll start on Monday or, you know, I'll start this new diet here and I'll do this and I'll do that. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you're just frustrated and 10 pounds heavier. And you're like, how the hell did I get here? Why me? What was me? Victim mode and all the things come in. But then, you know, you got to look at what are the habits that I've had over time that have brought me here? Because when you look at it in terms of your habits and what's going on, a lot of things will start to make sense. And this is the beauty of it all. 
guys, is that it does take time to get there. I will be completely transparent and show that. I definitely didn't become more of a positive mindset person until, you know, it took time. It really, really took time. And I mean, I'm human, so I still struggle all the time. I mean, we're all human. We fuck up all the time. That's just the reality. But, you know, it's about what do I do with that fuck up? How do I turn this into my medicine? How do I turn this into my power? How do I rechannel that energy into something more positive? And that's the beauty of what I've really learned over the years is that you're going to have ebbs and flows. Things are going to happen. We're going to have really hard seasons. We're going to have really good seasons. But it's about recognizing the behaviors and the patterns and the habits that we've formed over time and really look at them. And by looking at them, just get your journal out and start writing, really looking at them from different perspectives and different angles and kind of question yourself. You can go to the quote unquote spiritual gym, meditate on it, get your journal and really look at it. And you can see a lot of magic come up for you that you didn't even realize, you know, you'll say, oh man, I eat every night a pint of ice cream every night. Oh, that could be why you're not losing weight. You might be doing great during the day, you know, eating really low calories and you eat that pint of ice cream at night, or you're having six glasses of wine. You're like, oh, so that's why I'm not losing weight. So there's, you got to look at the behavior and the habits that have brought on those programs, whether it's your stress eating or you binge eat or whatever it is. Once you really look at, okay, what habits do I have that create this? Oh, you know, when I get home from work, I automatically have a habit of going to the refrigerator. Okay, right there. How can you rechannel that habit and make it different? Okay, let's see here. When I get home, I'm going to automatically just go upstairs and take off my clothes and put on something more comfortable, something like that. And then you could use that when you walk in the front door. That's your new trigger to say, go upstairs. So there's so many different ways that you can go in and change the habits and the behaviors that are there, but it's really about listening to yourself and figuring out how the hell you feel and what you want. Because at the end of the day, it's about really figuring out who am I? What do I want? What do I want to be? And where do I want to go? Because a lot of times we don't even have the answer to those questions. And when we really sit down and work with ourselves and ask those questions, a lot of things can come up. And we can realize and recognize and see that we do not have to talk to ourselves like this. We do not have to treat ourselves like this. We don't have to act like this. It's not necessary. Society has taught us to beat ourselves up, to feel guilt and shame and not being good enough or pretty enough or smart enough and all the, the moving pieces that that's bullshit. Be who you are and you don't need to change that. Yes, it's going to be hard to change those patterns and those habits of talking to yourself like dog shit, but you can get around it and you can make that change. It's just a matter of looking at yourself and accepting yourself and figuring out where you want to go with it. So I just want to be here to challenge you to say, get in there. What is going on? Why am I talking to myself like this? Why do I feel? Heal this way? Why do I beat myself up? Because I think that was one of the biggest things that I've struggled with is I would look in the mirror, as I said before, and I would just poke out all the things that were awful. I would look in the mirror and think about how fat I was and how gross I was. I mean, this was even after I started lifting weights and working with a personal trainer and stuff like that. I mean, I've been on this particular journey now for about seven years. And it took me a while to get where I am today, as I said before. It definitely was not something that happened overnight. I had to build up that muscle in my brain to really redirect that energy instead of feeling like a victim and why is all this happening? So 
give yourself some time to really sit down and figure out what, what the hell is going on with me? Why do I talk like this? And the first step really is just gaining that awareness around around the talk because most of the time it's running so subconsciously and that that program in our heads that we don't even realize what the hell is going on so when we actually start getting awareness around it that's when we can accept it and make that change and sometimes it can be really painful guys to to look at yourself in the mirror and be like i am wonderful i am worthy i am beautiful i am smart i am funny all the things And it can bring you to your knees when you do that. It can be really painful. Just literally to look, like, for real, look at yourself in the mirror, in the eyes, and just be like, I love you. Like, for me, I love you, Melanie. You're wonderful. I love you, Melanie. You're beautiful. It's uncomfortable, and it makes you kind of feel weird. But it... It's powerful when you really do get in there and start honoring yourself. So if you were to say, okay, how do I start this? What do I do, Melanie? How do I get this voice to shut the fuck up? Because all it does is run my life and run the show. I wish there was a magic wand that I could wave and make it go away, but it doesn't happen like that. But slow and steady wins the race. As I said, the first step is really just gaining the awareness around it the self-talk and the negative behaviors. And, you know, I'll have seasons where that self-negative talk will run the show for weeks, sometimes months. And you know what? That's okay because we're all human and those things happen. Some people get stuck in it for years. That's fine. It's never too late. It's never too late to just get in there and start feeling better. So to get in there and start feeling better is just gain that awareness. Ask other people around you, your loved ones, like, hey, what what are things I say about myself? Like, here's a great example. You could say something like, I never can remember names. I'm the worst at remembering names. Guys, that's a program you're giving yourself that your brain believes is true. So it's always going to think it's going to do what you tell it to do. Never remember names. Oh, I can can never lose weight. I never can lose weight. I'm so bad at losing weight. Guess what? You're not going to lose weight because you always told yourself over and over again. Or I, I, I can never quit smoking. I just love it too much. I can never quit drinking. Something like that. But that, if you say those things, that's a program you're going to put in your brain. Your brain's going to say, okay, cool. I'll run that for you. You got it, bud. And then when you try to do it, it's going to be like, what the hell? So there's going to be resistance and stuff that comes up. But by you getting the awareness about the, the self-talk and what you're saying, you're going to be like, okay, here it is. Write them all down. As you start to notice, so I'm giving you this opportunity to kind of sit there and be like, okay, what is the self-talk? What is the inner critic? What are the things I say all the time? And write them down. Just start journaling them over time. Just take some time to do that. You know, give yourself a couple of weeks, see what comes up. And then as you start to say those things, rechannel it to say, you know, instead of I can lose weight, I'm really good at losing weight. I always remember people's names. And as you start to say those things over and over and over on repeat, you'll start to believe it, but it's going to take a little bit of time. As I said, you can't wave a magic wand and just change that belief because that's a program, as I was talking about before, it's a program that's installed inside of you. So it's about redirecting that energy and changing it. So you got to gain the awareness around it. Then after you gain that awareness around it, you have to accept it and be like, man, Because a lot of guilt and shame can come in where you're like, I can't believe I was talking to myself like that. I'm a fucking loser. How could I do that? But there's more negative self-talk. But then, you know, all those different pieces come in where you're like, all right, I got to chill on this. So really accepting, you got to grieve. You got to process the feelings that come up to recognize and own that shit. Because it's really about owning it at the end of the day. So then you just own it 
and you can move through it. So really allow yourself to just accept it and let it be. And I know that can be the hardest thing sometimes to think about, but you got to let it be. And that's the magic. So step one, gain the awareness around it. Journal, look at it, wonder, ask questions, be curious, get in there and do it. Two, you gain the point where you can accept it. Accept it for what it is and process your feelings along the way. Give yourself some empathy. Give yourself some grace and just, you know, I'm really sorry, Melanie. I talked to you like that. That was so mean. That was not me because a lot of times you're like, you're so fat and disgusting and you tell yourself that, but yet you would never say that to somebody else. We say the nastiest things to ourselves, but we would never say it to another human ever. And that's the funniest thing of all, but we, yet we say it to the most important person in the world to us, ourselves. It's so weird. I, I don't get it sometimes, but I think about it. I'm like trying to wrap my head around it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> right? It's just so weird. So after you start to accept it, you can really start to move through it. And that's the coolest part of all, because now you can start writing a new story, a new narrative, a new program that you want to live by. Write it out, you know. I can lose weight. I am beautiful. And just say it to yourself over and over and over again. And the more and more you do it, it's easier to stop the negative thought in its tracks and the new one just becomes your new, you know, your new program. So let's say, for example, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, you're so ugly. And you're like, that's silly. Oh, God, I'm around a toddler too much. Everything. I'm like, you're so silly. But (laughs) God, (laughs) that's funny. But just say there and be like, you know, oh, I'm so ugly. Like, no, you are beautiful, Melanie. You are absolutely beautiful. And I love you. You just point yourself in the mirror. I wish you could see me right now. I'm like, you're so beautiful. I love you. You're great. Give yourself a weird body hug. And then just keep practicing that. The more and more you do it, the more and more it's going to be It's just going to become easier. And that's the thing about all of this is, yes, it's going to seem hard at first and it's going to be weird with any new habit because essentially what you're doing is actually building up a new habit and kind of changing the way you view and see the world. And it can be messy. It can be kind of sticky and it can be weird. It can be really fucking weird, but that's okay if it is because this is your story and it's unique. There is no race. You're not trying to get there as fast as you can. And I even remember for me personally when I started my healing journey and how I, my personal self-talk, my inner critic, and just letting go of drama and trauma and crap that I've been through that it was really hard at first. I remember struggling and I wanted to heal as fast as I could. I wanted to go to therapy like twice a week. I'm like, I want to get through this. I don't want this crap to be here anymore. And It's like, no, you can only heal so fast. You can only do so much. There's only so many hours in the day and so many hours in the week. And it made me realize that this is a journey. This isn't a race. This is my journey. This is my story. And I wouldn't be where I am today and doing this podcast if I didn't go through the trauma and the crap that I did to be able to be here. Because I know what it's like to be on the other side. And that's why I feel like I'm so powerful to help other people because I've personally been through it. I mean, when you talk about negative self-talk, I was addicted to drugs. Like I just beat myself the hell up and I thought it was okay. And it's just how I I coped with the world. And it's terrifying to think about sometimes, but at the same time, that's my story and that's my journey. And where I was when I 
because it seems like it takes so long and you want it to get through before you know it. It's one, two, three, four, five years later. And you're like, holy crap, I've made it so far. And that's the thing is if you're like, oh God, I'm 35, I'm 40 years old. It's too late to start. It's never too late to start. It's never too late to start changing those behaviors and that self-talk. You can get in there and you can do it. You just have to slowly do it and integrate it over time. And as you do that, you're going to start noticing a shift. So really journaling the progress, really seeing where you're going and have an accountability buddy to be there for you to be like, yo, what have you noticed with me? How are you doing? And whether it's your significant other or literally go online and find a friend in a Facebook group, whatever it is, reach out to me, I'll help you. (laughs) But for real, it's not as daunting, as hard as you might think. And you can really get in there and change that voice and really change your story into something that you you feel empowered by, you feel really good. And I just want to be here to help be that conduit of change for you guys because that's what's most important to me. And for me, I've had, let's see here, I've been through a lot of trauma and abuse. I've had severe crippling anxiety. I literally came out of the womb anxious and shaking. Depression, I have ADHD. So for me, I've been through a lot, and for me personally, where I look where I was a decade ago, where I am today, I'm a completely different person. The path that I was on before and once I pulled my head out of my butt is completely different. And if I can do it, literally anybody can. And people are like, I just can't do it, or I'm too old, or you know, no way. You can do it, and I seriously believe in you. So if you guys are curious about really wanting to make that shift, whether it's in your lifestyle or with your nutrition or anything like that, I'm getting ready to open up my books to start working with clients one-on-one for my new program, The Vitality Wellness Method, and I just want to get in there and help people. So if this is something you're curious about, you want to talk to, I would love to get on a free discovery call and just be here to, to hold space and hear your story and know what's going on with you. I am always open to that. So yeah, you know how to get a hold of me on all the social media you can find in the show notes too. So it's really lovely to chat with you guys and kind of share a little bit of my story and just how I move through beating myself up and talking such negative, nasty things to myself. It's taking time, but Jesus Christ, it is so worth it. I love it. So speaking of love, I love you guys and have a lovely week. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love what you heard, please leave me a review and share this episode with someone you feel may benefit. For more inspiration, join the conversation with me on Instagram at planahead.co. There you will find a link in my bio to my free mindful and meal prep guide that'll kickstart your wellness journey today. Until next time, remember, even through your hardest days, we are all made of stardust. Stardust.